from the book of Isaiah, chapter 47, verse 17. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you what is good for you and leads you along the paths you should follow. Welcome to Crown Call Chosen Live Bible Study. everyone. Good night. It's a pleasure to be here. First, let me say happy Memorial Day to everyone in the U.S., from my country to yours. And God, richly bless you guys, and thank you for joining this live Bible study. Thank you for so, having me. Thank you very much, Ms. Paul, your heart. I see Terry iPad. I see iPad. I see guests. I see the dude, Professor Gigi, Leon Smith. To you guys, it's an honor. I give honorary honors to, especially the Bible says of one another. So I am so happy that you guys are here joining me. And we are a team. We are one because we are one. We have one father. And we're from one kingdom, the kingdom of God. So tonight, we will be discussing about the gates of bronze brass and iron. I hope everyone is hearing me clearly. So our topic tonight is the gates of bronze, brass, and iron. And I'm just going to go as the Holy Spirit lead me. So in our first scripture reading is going to be from the NLT version, which is Psalms 107, from verses 15 to 16. See? If everyone have their Bible, just say yes. Or when you find the scripture, just say yes. We got what was the scripture again? Uh, Isaiah, no, Psalm, sorry, Psalms 107, verses 15 to 16. Thank you. We have it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Others scattered in their hearts. Oh, somebody said, okay, thank you very much. Yes, I like the thumbs up. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> okay. Mm. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. Verses 16, for he broke down their prison gates of bronze and he cut apart their bars of iron. Let me let us just go to Isaiah 45, 2, verses 2 to 3. So when you're there, just let me know. Isaiah 45, verse verses 2 to 3. Okay. I have it. I'm loving the thumbs up. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read it. I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains, and I will smash down the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron, and I will give you the treasures, of, treasures in, hidden in the dark places or the rich dark places. So I just want to start off 
the bible talks about the gates of bronze when we're talking about the gates of bronze behind every problematic situation behind every let me say this behind every problematic situation there's a stronghold behind every stronghold there's an altar and behind every altar there's a gate I hope I'm not going too fast. But I want us to know something. Many times we are faced with situations that we are trapped. So that we feel trapped. We are saying, God, I'm fasting, I'm praying. What is going on? And we feel as we are trapped to a wall. Or we, you know, we feel as we are walled in or boxed. Boxed in. Or wrong and about us. You know, we feel oppressed. Or there's no progress. Or everything just, let me put it this way, everything just seemed blocked. And you're praying, you're fasting, you're doing so much. You say, God, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. What is going on? One of the reasons is because the kingdom of darkness has built a wall of bronze. And that it is called establish the gates of bronze. And we saw that in Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45. Two and three. The gates of bronze. God was talking to Cyrus. Excuse me, there's just two people that are not on mute and I can hear background. You guys are hearing me clearly? Yes. Is everyone hearing? Good. So when we find that there's a blockage. And in Isaiah, God was telling Cyrus, okay, listen to this. Because of what's your head, I am. I will go before you. Because the, when there's a blockage, when there's a gate, gate, let me say this, gate speaks about the heavenly realm, the portals and those kind of stuff. Remember in Psalms 24, there's a scripture that says, lift up your head, O you gates, and let the king of glory come in, the Lord strong and mighty. So we see gates represent a doorway, it represents an entrance to something. And when the enemy tries to block that, it becomes brass, it becomes bronze, it, it, it's blocked. So it was a period of time in the children of Israel, everything seems blocked by the enemy. And the thing that caused it, it was, they, no matter what they were praying, no matter what they do. And we know Cyrus was a, he was an emperor, if I'm correct. And he was a general, we call him the government. And he was powerful, but yet still, he could not have dealt with this situation. There are some things that you can, you, no matter what is your, your profile or your profession, it's only God can do it. Amen. It's only God can do it. No matter how much we are at the top, if we do not have God, we cannot make it. So he said, listen, Cyrus, I've called you, but let me tell you this before you can go any farther in Isaiah 45, verses two to three. I will go before you. Whenever you find that the Lord is about to go before anyone, get ready. The enemy walls has to come down. Because the children of Israel were at a place where what? They were by like, nothing is happening. So he said, listen, I am going to go before you. And I'm going to level the mountains. I'm going to contend with the plans of the enemy. And I will smash the gates of bronze and cut to bars of iron. That means he's pulling down the stronghold. He's pulling down the, the altars and those things that 
a situation that was problematic. Unless the Lord goes before us, the gates of bronze cannot be destroyed. Amen. Unless God fight for us, nothing remains the same. And let me let me say this: when you're finding a family as well, you know we we talk about we talk about patterns and cycles. There's some things that is happening in families today that we see every year, or it skip a generation. We see it happening. Those are also gates of bronze that needs to be destroyed. Unless those things are destroyed, we are not, we are going to be in a cycle. Let me just say this plain and straight. I don't want to deviate, but I want to give you an example of something that God said. He said, if I shut up heaven, there shall be no rain. And they have a scripture in Job 40. When God was talking to Job about Leviathan, he said he's like brass and he's like iron. And unless I destroy him, you cannot. Let's go further with something. We are on the topic, the gates of brass and iron for those who just joined. Welcome, Prophetess Patricia Samantana. <laughs> um, hi, Diane. Welcome. I want us to go to Leviticus 26, 19. And you guys find it, let me know. Leviticus 26, 19. Just say yes or a thumbs up. Well, if I knew what a thumbs was, it'd be a little bit easier for me here. <laughs> but I have it. Okay. From the NLT version, it says, I will break your proud spirit by making the skies as unyielding as iron and the earth as, as hard as brass. And let me just go forward to this. All your works will be for nothing, for your land will yield no crop and all your trees will bear no fruit. That's what God was saying to the, to the children of Israel when they were disobedient. But let me say this. I just want to say something. Are we taking a look what is going on in the world today? If we take a look what is going on, there's a lot going on. And this is whereby God can make this particular scripture showing us God can make the heavens like brass or bronze. And he can make the earth as well. That it can produce nothing. That's where we see where gates are, where it can become brass or iron. So we have to go before the Lord. And the other thing is Deuteronomy 28, verse 23. And you guys finally just let me know.
Okay, most of us have it. You guys are there. Okay, that's fine. Just had it. I am so fine. No, no. Okay, I got it. In Deuteronomy 20, verse 23, the skies above will be unyielding. This, that's, that's what God is saying. And as bronze and the earth beneath be as iron. There's the same thing between both. So God can do the same. And let's go back up. The devil can cause bronze, your gates to be like bronze and like iron. That's whereby he stops everything. It's like a blockage on a lesson. Let me tell you, we are living in a time whereby if you don't know spiritual warfare, let me say this, ladies and gentlemen, you need to learn spiritual warfare because the enemy will not sit by and watch you progress and especially and giving God the glory because he wants the glory and he will do whatever it is to cause that to happen. The gates of bronze and iron. And you have to know to destroy the plans of the enemy. But there's a, a, a particular way or a strategic way you can do that is allowing the God, asking God to go before us. It's for all of us. Lord, I need you to go before me because only you can handle this. When God was speaking to Job in Job, in Job 40, he said, only I can break Leviathan. And he was describing who Leviathan is. And it's unless we ask the Lord, God volunteer to, to go before Cyrus because Cyrus wasn't a godly man, but he was used by God to deliver the children out of, um, the children of Israel out of um, captivity. But the thing about it is that unless we know to have a uh, do spiritual warfare and ask the Lord to go before, there's some things that we don't even have to contend for, but we ask the Lord to go before us and fight for us and see those things destroyed because there's some things going till back to our great-great-grandfather, great-great-grandmother that our ancestor has done and has allowed the enemy to come in like a flood. Hmm. Uh, don't want to interrupt. To I'm sorry, one second. Um, we do have a hand up by one of the guests. I just want to make sure we don't have a question or comment from oh, Paul Chosen before we go on. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see that. You can go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, um, you know, perfect points, especially as we enter in the States. I don't know. I think that you might be in Guyana, but in the States in the month of June, we're just entering Pride Month. And that is another spirit that is, um, you know, just exploding globally and very uh, demonic and opens all kinds of other strongholds and whether it's a generational curse or just a stronghold in your life, those added powers, if you will, um, will affect our environments, will affect us out in these, dare I say, these streets. You know, so what you're saying about, you know, having the Lord go before us every time we leave our domains um, where we have the covering, we need that covering even more in these times. So, yeah, it's it's not getting any less obvious what the plan of the enemy is and 
unfortunately, it starts with the young ones and some of these people, at least in the United States, um, you know, don't have a clue as to how detrimental these times are. And it's very sad. So yeah, going before us, each one of us trying to be a Cyrus yeah. and the Lord going before us is very important. So right on time. That is so, yeah, exactly. You know, it's here in Diana. I think it's all over the world. We are dealing with such that, that direct spirit. And what, and even beyond that, and yes, we have to ask the Lord to go before us. And one of the things I was just saying when the, the guest was speaking, can, can you give me your name back? I don't want to call you guest because you have a name. Sorry, sure sorry, sorry. It's Tina. It's Tina. Oh, yes, Tina. So when Tina was speaking, you know, the Lord brought something to me. I don't know if you guys know about the AI, artificial intelligence that is on the rise. Um, that very thing, I, I urge people, not everything is of God. Some things look good, sound good, feel good. But you guys, we always have to ask ourselves or go before the Lord, are you in this? And I remember when there's um, the fourth preacher in the book of Daniel. You remember they talk about a, a bronze something looking like a bronze feature is going to take over, but it would not be, it's going to try to remove nature and the creation of, of God. So iron, be very and clay, iron and clay, the merging mm -hmm. of iron and clay. Yes. Yes. So we, we, we gotta be at a place whereby when we're talking about the gates and the bronze, we have to be strategic. We have to ask the Lord, and let me tell you this, great is he that is in each and every one of us. And we have the authority. We can ask the Lord to go before us and we can still warfare. And you, we, we are at a place in a time whereby we have to see the manifestation of the power of our God. There's nothing can contend with, your, with the power of God, our Father. And this is what I love what he said to Cyrus. I, the Lord, your God will do this. And all shall see and know that I am the Lord thy God. There are times when you have to say, Father, I need you to manifest your power. And we have to come to that place where we're seeing the patterns, the cycle. Your finances can finances or your money can have that spirit or the operation of the gates of brass and iron. You're just living from paycheck to paycheck. It's like you're digging a hole in the Caribbean. We say this term. You dig a hole to fill a hole. That is not of God. You're at a place whereby you're at an age whereby you're not even a home, home, uh, holding your own home. That is not of God. He said he wish above all that we prosper and be with them. Our children are our grandchildren or our nieces and nephews. They're at a place where it's ungodly and you've been praying for years. I urge you not to stop praying. Stop and ask God, what, what are the strategies or the way I should pray? Break the patterns of the cycle and the gates of brass or bronze and iron. Because that is the plan of the enemy. And when we go to the part where according to Leviticus 26, that is where God caused that to happen. And let me say this, because the prophetic is trying to kick in right now. I know we're in Bible study, but I have to do, be obedient to the Spirit of the Lord. God is speaking to nations, and he will turn if they do not yield, if they do not submit to his lordship. There's going to be a casting down, but he's going to protect his home. But at the same time, he's going to cause the heavens and the earth to be like bronze. They're all the plans of man and what they think that they have in control. God is going to cause it to become like brass or bronze, that it can, nothing cannot happen. And they're going to be in a place of confusion, wondering what is going on and nothing producing. 
because God is hearing the cries of his people and God do not like injustice. But what we need to do is ask the Lord to destroy the gates because gates represent portals, gates represent realms. And you can be in a season of that for many years. Let me say this season have, let me put it this way. Everything has a gate. Every tribe has a gate. If you notice between a period of time, this particular event will happen is because the enemy or the people that is baptized by the kingdom of darkness. Let's go, for example, the pride month. There's a particular time, a season set for that. That's a gate open. That's a portal open that they have allowed to open. So there are things whereby when you give, you give the enemy access, he has a gate to come in. Let's go back to Psalms 24. Lift up your head. God, the gate, the gate speaks. Gates do speak. We, they have doorkeepers at our gates. We have gates. And the gate was asking who is coming in. And God had to let him know. Let the gate know, sorry. It's the king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty in battle. So we have the authority. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty in battle. The Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, Tina? Yes. Amen. Yes. I just remember that song by commission. Who is the king of glory? I just want to. I just want to pause here before. And if anyone has any question, you can ask or you can add because we are all a family. Anybody have any questions or want to add something? Professor Gigi. Is she there? She dropped. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm hearing you. Are you there? Do you have a question, Professor Gigi? No, there's well, not. I was, I was just, sorry, I was just going to say that, you know, we have a lot of countries standing up against um, this onslaught of um, just, just the elephant in the room, the, the grooming and... Um, of our children in this and it's Uganda who's just passed this law saying no we're not going to have any of that in our nation and you see every time every time the enemy is using the silencing of the people you know any voice that speaks to dissension of what his ultimate game plan is if it's not silencing you by eliminating your uh, ability to make an income or um you know, sometimes taking your life. I think as Christians, as believers, let's just put it that way, as believers, we're going to be called more and more and more because it's going to become so egregious, so egregious that it, you just cannot not say anything. So I think the brass and the iron is, in, in some respects, a, a level of difficulty that we're going to have to face in these days where our access to food, our access to the creature comforts are going to become more brass and iron-like, more and more difficult as these days become overrun with these strongholds. My two cents, yeah. I don't know. Amen. 
But I, I guess my problem is, are people recognizing them as strongholds or has it become part of the norm so they can't see it? Right. And I think that's part of um, what he said in the end times, that we will be called out and separate because you can hear. I mean, they're coming to the point right now where it's like, oh, well, we can't even define what a woman is. Yeah. 2020, you know, so the ridiculousness and stupidityness. Yeah. You know, so I think it's going to be obvious who the ones who can hear and process and understand and hold on to the truth of the gospel and willing to go the final and get our white robe. Right. So how do we reach those? How? What is our part? What 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 can we do? Because we're here as Christians and, and we know the word and we know what is required of us and we know what is happening. But I know God will bring them to us. But what is our role when we describe the role as being the light of the world and the salt of the earth? So how do we how do we as Christians go forth in that? Because I'm seeing what I'm seeing from my end, it's a lot of it's not a lot of boldness. Right. I see everybody coming out the closet but us. Yeah. So I just want to know how do we how do we get that boldness? And how we do it in love. That's the other thing. I know. I'm 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 I have a bit well, of a Jewish spirit, so I don't know. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm like go in with the hammer, turn over all the tables. Let this <laughs> I can't. I'm not soft and gentle, um, but yeah, we knew that. Yes. Well, um, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I know we have we doing this in love, but there was a point of time where Jesus, he he, he was angry, and he he turned the table. But I think we are at a place whereby it's going to push us to stand up, and we have to want to. Because let's get this very straight. A lot of people can be called, but it's only a few chosen. Mm, amen. The thing about it, we saw that with Gideon as well. Many are called, but few are chosen. And we have to come to the place and for all of us. And we have to make our face like a flint. We have to stand for what is right. Because we are at that place now. And because who our God is, yes, the enemy will try to make the place. It looks like if everything is shut up, but because we have the power, I think we have to know that we have the power that when the enemy comes in like a flood, we have the power and God is well in when he sees us standing up for him. He will never leave us nor forsake us there. He will raise up standard, even destroying the works of the enemy. Amen. We have a father that does not play with us. Once we are standing for him, the enemy must bow. They will come one way, but trust me, they will please several ways. But the church, the body of Christ has to come to that place. Now this person approving this and the other person approving that. And when the enemy has a way, he loves when, some, when God's people are in confusion because he gets to work more. And we have to come to that place whereby we are submitting to the truth, the word of God and what he said and what he stands for. Um, you know, and... Let me just say this before I, um, anybody else asks a question. When we are dealing with the, um, according to Isaiah 45, two to three, when we are dealing with the, that, that spirit or that manifestation of the, 
of bronze and the gates of bronze, we have to destroy the works of the enemy. The Bible said we have to cut the, the cut it asunder, destroy it. We cannot stand. He said he's going to make our crooked path straight, but we have to come to that place. He said, Father, I come to the end of this. Enough is enough in my family. Enough is enough in my nation. Please destroy this. I command stuff, destroy stuff. We have the power. The Bible said on earth, when Jesus was talking about the model prayer, he said on earth as it is in heaven, before there is a physical aspect of everything, there's a spiritual aspect behind it for us. There's always a spiritual realm. And mm -hmm. If we look at the scripture that we were reading tonight, it talks about the heaven and then it talks about the earth. Jesus said on earth as it is in heaven, whatever you bind on earth, it shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loosen, that's how it is. The very same thing we have the authority to do. We can destroy the gates of bronze. We can destroy that spirit. Amen. And then we, we can destroy in the physical realm as well. We have the authority. I know, I don't know for some people, but we have the authority to speak to the heavenlies. He said to you, have you command your morning? Because the Bible said we're sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We have the authority to command stuff. And we have the authority to destroy stuff. This is what is affecting my family. This spirit has to come. This, whatever is causing our doorways, our gates to be brought tonight, whatever it has to be brought on, it has to be destroyed into pieces. It has to be cut. And I like what the Lord said in Jeremiah. He said, I'm a hammer. Destroying, I'm paraphrasing here, destroying everything to pieces. But the other one, whereby God is talking about in Deuteronomy 28 and 23 in Leviticus as well, 26, I think in verse 19, that's where God himself does that. And it speaks about nation. And even speaks about people being disobedient. And for you to come out of that, you have to go to God or we have to go to God in repentance. And I'm very, I'm, I'm going to be very plain and straight. I'm Caribbean. I'm not going to hide anything. If we do not repent or the nations does not repent, we're coming to that state whereby it's going to be brass. It's going to be bronze. Yeah. Did I hope I, yeah. anybody have any questions. Any questions? I, to, I don't have a question per se, but I did want to add. Um, actually, there's several things that I wanted to add because there's so many points that have been uh, brought up. And I believe it was um, Pure Heart that may have um, brought it up in regards to the question of what do we do or how are we the, the salt and the light? as far as everything that's going on in the world right now. And looking at where we are as a body, before we can even um, think about being the salt and the light, um, Prophetess Tupanella, she hit it dead on repentance. Because when you look at the body now, it has become lukewarm. And our voice is no longer heard because we have begun to mix in. Mm. There's a lot of mixture. And so because of that, people are looking, the world is looking and saying, you know what? You're the enemy. Mm. It's now even on the news. It's in the universities. It's all over that Christians are the enemy. Because of the fact it's a way of 
silencing us. It's a way of putting a muzzle. But what we see is, or what we don't see, is the body rising up with a holy indignation. Amen. What we don't hear is the manifestations that are coming from those that are rising up. See, the world has heard the Bible in every kind of version you can think of. It's not about hearing. They need to see. Oh. Because right now, everyone is operating in their soul. They're operating by their emotions. They're operating by their will. They're operating by their mind. And so with that, in order to counteract that, it's not just the stronghold. It's the strong man in the stronghold. That's a mindset. Mm. And so us as a body, we first have to get back in alignment because we've been out. We've kind of stepped to the side and we've kind of, there's a lot of mixture going on. More and more, we're seeing the exposure of those that have these platforms. And now what do you see? You see the desires of their heart coming to the surface. You see them mixing in where they can get in. Mm. And think about all those that were following them. See, the enemy doesn't care how long it has to wait. The enemy will allow you to get that platform for such a time as this. Mm. And so I, 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 I feel very strong in my spirit that it, this is just a time for the body as a whole to get back into that place of repentance and aligning, posturing ourselves and positioning ourselves so that we can hear, so that we can operate. So there's that distinction. Right now, we don't see a distinction. We hear a lot of ranting and raving and, and emotions and everything that the enemy wants, wants the anger, wants the rage, yes. wants all of that. But what does it look like to be set apart? And I can speak the truth to you in holy indignation through love, because why? I'm seeing you through the eyes of Christ. Amen. Amen. When you look, when you have, I mean, if you have someone in your family that's disabled, if they're mentally challenged, they can only do what they can do. So an unbeliever is only going to do what an unbeliever is going to do. Amen. We have to be the ones to show them. And so that requires action, not a, not a bunch of words, but action. Amen. So I just wanted to um, share that with you. Can you guys hear me? We hear you. Okay, okay. I, I'm sorry, I've been having trouble. <laughs> okay, um, I see Tina hands up. Thank you so much for this, Patricia. I just want to get Miss Tina here, what she has to say, and Professor Gigi, you can come in on this. That's very powerful. Um, very. Miss Tina, you can go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to uh, comment. Um, yeah, that was wonderful, Patricia, because it is like that. And that the, there is the, the watering down of the gospel, the people not having the courage to stand out on their convictions, the lack of, you know, picking up and opening that book on their own. So, you know, there, it, it goes both ways because, you know, we can only do so much and the Holy Spirit will lead those. They will, 
hear his voice and there is the, the wheat and the tares growing up. So you won't know until the harvest who was, you know, for real, for real with the fruit and the whole, you know, the, the substantive fruit that bore more fruit, that was true fruit. But the key to all of it, just like you said, is having the repentant heart. And that's where, you know, the soil gets tilled, all the rocks come out, or, you know, you can pour and use whatever good fertilizer that's in there to grow that seed. And, and you know, but a lot of people are wanting to hear the Oprah gospel, the, mm. you know, live your best life now, T.D. Jakes, you know, all of that, you know, tickling the ears. And he says, there's coming a time, Romans 1, look, I, you know, I'm handing it over. It's the 21st century. If you people can't get, you got Google, do a little research. You got the stories of testimonies of overcoming, of, you know, what can be done and how easily a life is changed when you just humble yourself, you take a good look at yourself, you repent and put your hand in his and stop being a tear and be true wheat. So Amen. I'm loving that. I'm really loving that. Professor Gigi, you can go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sorry. Um, you know, talking about your, you know, the verse Leviticus, actually, that's what it's saying, you know, that the sky like iron, what does iron produce? Um, you know, it's hard. So there's not going to, and, and I, I believe um, Arlene mentioned something like that, too that there's not going to be, you know, the sky's not going to produce rain. The sky's not going to produce probably sunshine. It's not going to produce, you know, what, what, what we need as human beings. And the, and the ground, it, you know, it's not going to yield the fruit and it's not going to yield the harvest that's supposed to feed us. So there's going to be hard times for, um, you know, for humanity because of the disobedience, because, uh, and I also like what uh, the prophetess Patricia said, um, you know, it, it, it comes from the house first. We have, to, we have to fix the house first. You know, um, people cannot understand um, the words if they have, if they have not, if they haven't, they don't have the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we're the ones that are supposed to be the examples of what Jesus came for. And, you know, when he came to, to earth and he died, it says that even when he was prosecuted, even when he was maligned, even when, you know, um, the world was against him, he didn't, he didn't go into a rage. He didn't go into... Um, you know, defending himself. And I think one of the things that the world has from us is that we act just like they do. We act just like emotionally, you know, we don't, we go by feelings. We go by, oh, if it feels good, we'll do it. If it doesn't feel good, we won't do it. And that's not what Jesus came for. We have to, we have, you know, there, there's, there's um, fruits of the spirit. So are we, are we doing what the, the fruit of the spirit is supposed to do? And, you know, I always say people, 
can hear the word and if it doesn't penetrate, if it doesn't reach the heart, they're, you know, they're not going to, and we, 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 we speak too much Christianese, <laughs> Christianese, <laughs> um, you know, because we're used to speaking to each other and we're used to, you know, our own environment. But remember that the world does not know Jesus. So when we, when we act just like them, what, what example are we giving them? And I, and I, you know, and I understand Jesus did, you know, um, you know, he, he had, he got righteous indignation when he went to the temple and he saw that they were using the temple for, for, for profit basically. And they were doing their own thing there, but how do we know, you know, how to judge people? And, and I'm not saying that we don't, we, we, you know, we, we, we see people's actions and we see their behavior, but even though we see their behavior, we have to love people. And that does not mean a Pollyanna type of, oh, you know, it's okay. You can do that. No, that's not what we're saying. That's not what I'm saying. You know, we just need to model Jesus Christ. What he, when he came to earth, he said, I came to seek the sick. I, I didn't come for the righteous. I came for the sick. I, I came for the sinners. I came. And if we look at it, we all are sinners, of course. But, you know, we need to understand, especially with this, this, what's going on in the world right now. Um, you know, we need to understand that we do have to stand, but we have to stand according to how Jesus wants us to stand. Not how we think we should stand. And like, you know, prophetess said, we, we make a lot of noise just like the world does, but, you know, noise is just noise. Our, what are our actions? What are we doing? And, you know, that's, that's, that's just what I, what I wanted to say. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that you all have, that, that's so powerful. I take, take all in. I know everybody else is really taking that into. Anybody else have something? Pastor Leon, do you have anything to say? Good night, everybody. Um, I listen to everybody and <clears throat> what everybody is saying make a lot of sense to me. But there is something that I just really want to point out is that the body of Christ, <clears throat> I believe, and God forgive me if I'm wrong, but I know somewhere along the line that there are some truth in it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I was I'm, I was reflecting on Moses. Moses had an assignment, and all of us as Christians, we have an assignment. Whether in the United States, whether in Guyana, whether wherever we are, all of us have an assignment. And Moses recognized the importance of his assignment. And he said, Lord, if you're not going, I am not going. Yes. We Amen. find ourselves in a, in a position where we, we became so complacent. 
that we end up in a compromising position while we are on the pathway of accomplishing our assignment. And the enemy is so subtle and cunning that even when we were supposed to be allowing the Spirit of God to lead us in a particular way, whether to say something to somebody about what they're doing, we compromise. And there is where the enemy find himself through the loophole and take control. Not as much control, but he's, he's taking control. And that is why we the church, and I said we the church, that is why we sound like if we're just making noise. Mm -hmm. But we need to get back to that place where we understand the importance of allowing the spirit of God to lead us. Yes. That is foundation. Yes. That is foundation. Moses said, Lord, if you're not going, don't send me. Because he understands his purpose and he knows that is a serious task and he needs to be led every day by the Spirit of God. So I'm sitting here and, I, and, and everybody made, um, you know, what everybody said was very much refreshing <laughs> because even me, I tell you what, it, 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 it kind of put me in a, in, 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 a, in, a, in a repentance position. You know, because we, the church, have a responsibility and we need to speak. We need to speak. Amen. There are times when we might say things to some people and it, 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 it might hurt them. But you know what? I have learned that sometimes you got to allow people when they're feeling their pain. Pain will push them into their destiny. Pain will cause them to understand that here. What you're doing there is wrong. Yeah, you might be hurting as well, but we got to say it. My sisters and brother, we got to say it. So tonight, my, my thing is that we need to get back to the place where we understand the importance of allowing the spirit of God to lead us. Just like we lead Moses, just like Moses asks for his leading, he still wants us to ask for his leading. We are asking him for his leading, and yet still we are trying to do it without his leading yes so that's just my my, my take on on what amen. i have to say tonight thank you very much for listening amen amen amen, amen. amen. anyone else uh, yeah I, I just want to say uh, um you know that you know what pastor said is definitely you know we we need to be in prayer constantly we need to be on our knees we need to be seeking the holy spirit because you know we're trying to do and and i include myself we all are do the same thing we we're trying to do it on our own power you know instead of seeking god's power to do what needs to be done and i think you know god is revealing to us to the church in general that 
okay, you guys are trying to do this on your own and you're not relying on me, which is what we need to do. And we really need to be seeking, you know, God's Holy Spirit. We need to be praying a lot more. You know, we need to be um, seeking his face, reading his word, because, um, you know, a, a lot of us neglect that part of, of, of our, you know, let's say training. How are we going to weaponize ourselves if we're not using the weapons that God has given to us? And I think that's why, you know, we see so much, um, you know, so many things going on that we do not like, but we're not doing our part. And, you know, it says that we, we, we're supposed to go against the gates of hell. That means, that means uh, offense. Offense. And we're defending, we're, we're doing that defense more than we're doing offense, you know, and, 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 um, and, and, and all of this, we, we do in love according to how Jesus Christ says that we're supposed to act. You know, I just think that um, we have not utilized neither our calling or, you know, sought to see what, um, you know, when I like that part that the pastor said, you know, Moses had an assignment and he said, you know, unless you go, I'm not going, but we want to just go on our own. We just want to go on our own force. We just want to go on our own, you know, intellect or our own knowledge or whatever, you know, that might be. And I think we need to, we need to um, rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's my take on that. Amen. And I just want to add this as the Holy Spirit is leading me. And I want us to know um, that I'm going to ask Diane and, and Diana if they have anything to say. But let me add this before you know, I leave my talk. Um, when we open in gates of when we, when we allow gates to be open, especially when it becomes brass and, and iron, let me give you an example of something that the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit. And when God told Adam, do not eat from the tree of good and evil, it's like a parent telling a child, okay, this bad, do not touch it. But it's because he wanted Adam to be obedient to him. But look how the enemy operates. And I always say this, the enemy does not need an army. Once he gets one man, he can have an army after. The enemy wanted someone to exalt and obey him like the Lord. And he caused Adam, because the Bible said Eve was deceived. And he said, Adam also eat from the fruit, from the three. And he obeyed the enemy. That's what he did. So when we allow the enemy to come as fast, and we almost saying, and everybody was saying, Prophet Patricia, even Tina, everybody, Professor Gigi, when we allow the enemy to come in, when we are disobedient, it caused one person disobedient to cause a generation to fall. We see that throughout the Bible. And when we do not obey God, we find it becomes a doorway for the gates or the gates of brass and iron. And we have to be very careful or it could cause things to be shut up. The Bible talks about God said to Adam, the ground will become like torn. And I want to show you something here. Remember when they put the thorn upon Jesus' head, the crown of thorn? 
You know what that, what that represents? He was redeeming the ground. He was redeeming the heavens because when you open yourself to the gates of brass and iron, you open yourself to tears, destruction, pain, and blood, and total hardship. That's all that, what that brings. And Christ came, the Bible said he put on a, you know, a, a, a king is supposed to wear a crown, a golden crown. But this redeemer, our redeemer, wear a thorn on his head. And that was showing the representation, the gates, that he take the curse. Away. Because whenever you find your gates is being like grasping, it's a curse. When God is saying he's going to make the heavens and the earth like bronze, it's a curse. Let's put it that way. It's a curse. So Christ came and redeemed the, the heavenlies and the earth. That representation of the thorn that he put on his head, it's a representation of the cursed ground. And I, I want to say this as pure as I can say this and lovely. We are in a, in a time whereby it's going to get more tough. The people are coming out and God's people has to stand up. This is a time for the Elijah experience. No matter how it looks, we have to, because the, let me be honest, too many places we are going and the ground has been cursed because of the things that is ungodly. And when you find idols in your family, a person can die and they allow an idol or an altar or a gate to be opened that you find families are just meeting to a level. It's the gates of bronze and iron. And that's the curse. And it has and it must be cut asunder. Altars do not die like that. They do not, unless you have the, it, the, let me say this, no matter how we are anointed, the Bible said in all that you're getting, get wisdom and understanding. You find so many anointed people there, they, so, they base this thing on anointing and anointing only. It has to do with getting the understanding. And one of the person I love that did that was Daniel. He take time, even though he was anointed, he take time to go before God to know the writing on the wall because he lacked the understanding of what God was saying on the wall. Anointing alone cannot carry us through. What are you doing with the anointing that you can? Are you getting understanding? Are you asking God to unlock the mysteries of his kingdom so that we'll be able to pray? We will be able to know how we can destroy the kingdom of darkness. And as I say this again, we are coming to the place where we're going to have an Elijah Monk, uh, I think it's Mount Carmel experience, whereby the kingdom of God, uh, the kingdom of God, we, uh, let me go, let me go say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When God wants to accomplish something because he hears the cries of his people, he's going to put, move, remove those that he put there and did not do anything. And he's going to raise up a fresh set of people that is willing to destroy that which is not of him. That which is not of him. So we have to we have to destroy those first places because God will not sit by and allow these things to happen because we see what he's saying in Leviticus. But we have to come to that place, even though we are his kingdom people, that those gates that is that is open and that the enemy had that the enemy had it has been like bronze. It must be closed. It must be brought down. It must be destroyed. Because for the enemy is like this, especially with God's people. He will try to touch you in that area very much to frustrate you. To frustrate us. And we see whereby God had to say, I like, I like what Pastor Leon talks about Moses. 
He said, Moses said, if you're not going, I'm not going. And we see how, how God uses Moses. How much more are we now that God is using in this time? He said, we shall do greater. Christ said, we shall do greater works because we have the power of God. We, we have the spirit of God. What a generation past did not do, God would raise up a next generation to do because the assignment and the purpose must be fulfilled. And we are this generation. Mm-hmm. For such a time like this, when, a, when, when the gates of bronze and iron is in operation, it's death. It's backwardness. It's double-mindedness. It's sickness and disease. Bearing no fruit. Amen. So we have to dismantle that. If, if anybody have any, I didn't hear from Diana, Sister Yana, if you guys just let me know if you have anything to say. Professor Gigi, do you have anything to say? Mm-hmm. I think I said everything. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say, just listening. Sister Chupanella. All right. Any uh, prayer requests? Well, you can either put them in the chat or just say them out loud as we end this in, in prayer. I have prayer prayer requests. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. Okay. Uh, something that I do nightly, twice a day. I, I am praying for the people of this world and especially the non-believers and the, and I call them the alphabetical community and because they have all these different alphabets that describes them LGBTQT and something or other else that they may see, may come to the light Amen. to know the word and to change themselves. And I pray for of the believers as well, so that we could spread ourselves throughout this world to carry the word. And also, I like prayer for my grandson who will be going to college in August that he may be covered. And I made sure he was baptized because I know once you get on those campuses, there are a lot of I, for a lack of a better term, people who will certainly try to persuade you to their perspective. And I have an aunt that I'd like for everyone to pray for who's in the hospital. She's 93 years old. And um, of course they say her vitals are fine. She's doing well, but this is the second blood transfusion they'll have to give her. And just pray for each of our families and our children, especially the children of the world, because, you know, they are our future. And if we don't get them right, we're certainly in trouble. Amen. But thank you. Anyone else? Good night, everybody. Um, I don't have much to say. I just want us to know as children of God, when it comes to the things of God, we should not compromise. No compromising. God doesn't change his word. He would not change his word. 
his yes is yes and his no is no. And all of us will be judged and we should not be found guilty of compromising. Amen. That's one of my takes on this session. Good night, everybody. Any more prayer requests? Um, I, I need prayer. Prayer is never too much. Right. Especially when you are in leadership position. Amen. And one of the things that I, I found out, I knew it. But it was a bit intense when I every time I think about the responsibility that God has given to me and one of the things that I ask God for the most is for the fear of God to be to manifest in and through my life. I ask for the, the fear of God. I ask for the, the spirit of humility, the spirit of obedience, the spirit mm -hmm. of willingness, the spirit of faithfulness. I ask for these things because I see these things as pillars. And if anybody know what the pillar is, you'll know what I'm speaking about. I was asked a question a couple of times where the Spirit of the Lord asked me, what do people think about me when they see you? I heard that many times. But because of, of this dispensation of time, and what is happening around the world. That question had never take such an impact upon me like now. I know that I'm a representative of Christ. I know I'm supposed to be doing good. I don't want to walk around and say, but you know what? I'm just human and, and no man is perfect. But the same Bible said we must strive for perfection. I know. And, the, and, and I'm saying this, there are so many things that God promised us as children of God. He did not give us a task to do all by ourselves. All he asks us to do is to avail ourselves, make ourselves available. And he's going to do the work through in and through us so that his name be glorified. Mm -hmm. A next question was asked by me by a couple of people. You know, I don't know if they were trying to challenge me or what they asked. Uh, would you marry two gay persons? I said, I will not do such thing. But you know, 
You could be putting your life at risk. I said, I don't care because I know the God I serve. That is abomination. I will not do such thing. I said, what I will do if it's Sam and, and George, I will let them know from the scriptures that what they're doing is wrong. But I will not stand before man and God to say, I am marrying two men or two women. So tonight I am asking for prayer to be bold in every aspect of life, in every decision making so that God's name and only Jehovah God, Yahweh, name must be glorified. Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. Yes. Any more before we relate into prayer? Well, I pray for everyone on this line that we were given the boldness that we need and that we put God first in everything that we do. Amen. Let me go ahead in prayer. So, Father, we just want to thank you tonight. We thank you for this very time that we are here, this space. We thank you for your glory, your honor. We, we just give you praise. We give you praise, Abba Father, because you're awesome. And Lord, I ask you, Lord God, to have your way tonight. Mm. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. And Father, I ask that you go before us tonight. Go straight back in our generational line, Abba Father, that you did. You said, Cyrus, I'm going before you. Lord God, go before us tonight. Go back and correct those things that our ancestors, our grandparents, parents has done that has caused the gates of bronze to be over our family, our generational line, our finances, our breakthroughs our heavens, our earth, in the name of Jesus right now. We yeah. ask that those things be cut asunder. We ask that the fire of God be consumed everything in the name of Jesus. Nothing can withstand the fire of God. We remind you, Lord God, that you're Jehovah's Sabbath, you're the God of war. And tonight we ask you go back and correct those things. And we command those gates right now. We said, lift up your head, O you gates, and let the King of glory come in. The Lord strong and mighty in battle in the the mighty name of Jesus right now on our behalf because we are the generation that seek you Abba Father and tonight Lord God let it be known that you're the most high God and there's no other God every idol every altar every stronghold in our family in our household in our ministry in our calling our purpose that is open because of generational sins and idols that they have served that is causing gates of bronze to be up in operation tonight let it be dismantled let it be silent let it be permanently destroyed by the authority and the altar of the messiah which is the cross because without a, an altar there cannot be a sacrifice and he went on that cross and he paid the 
of Christ. He became the ultimate sacrifice. You became the ultimate sacrifice. So speak. The blood of Jesus speak right now in our homes, in our family. I decree and declare even every gate of death, hell, and the grave is now being destroyed. And we speak life. I come in agreement with every person on this line. We speak life and life more abundantly over our family in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus are far from our home in the name of Jesus, far from our body because we are the temple of the living God. And tonight, Heavenly Father, let the enemies uh, and our enemies gates become brass and bronze in the name of Jesus. Let everything that they are speaking against us return back to sender. Every evil hand that is stretched out uh, over our gates and our every satanic doorkeeper gatekeeper let them be permanently destroyed and we ask the godly doorkeepers angels of god to be at our gates in the name of jesus and the the name of glory let god arise let god go before us and destroy the enemy and tonight every problematic situation has to bow at the authority and the power of that name yeshua hamashiach which is the lord jesus christ father we decree and declare that whatever is going on in the nation shall not come near our dwelling because we are covered in the, the realm of the spirit. And we decree and declare that the blood of Jesus is at our doorpost, over our family, over every person on this line in the name of Jesus. Name and we are Jesus. covered. Our children going out, our husband's wife, whatever is going out, brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews, grandchildren, every day, they are going out and coming in strong and healthy and alive and blessed in the name of Jesus name right of now. Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, whatever these demonic gates thank have open and it's allowing the marine spirit and whatever is coming and we silence it permanently in the name of Jesus let the in fire the God consume let their gods and their altar be smitten right now let them be destroyed by the power of the most high God yes. I decree and declare the rock of ages collide with them Father I ask that you release your earthquake your family your destruction Amen. the hermits of the Lord to destroy the work of the enemy that is against your land that is against your people and tonight that the spirit of God take control of your people that they will arise in boldness arise in the name of Jesus, the Bible says, name of Jesus. If one he looked for one to intercede, and we are more than one on this line Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, we destroy every satanic altars erected against our family members that our grandkids, dead or alive, or whoever has erected that is ungodly, that is still speaking tonight. The power tonight, let those gates and those altars be destroyed by the hands of God that bear room. And because we are your children, oh God, Father, we are representing your name. Let it be so that all shall see and know that you're God. Let your fire be released, oh God, of every demonic principalities in neighborhoods, in community, and in nations right now. Because God, oh my gosh, Father, have mercy upon the nation. We come with a repentant heart and turning away. You said, if my people that are shall humble themselves, that are called by my name, shall humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, you will heal the land. But Father, have mercy, God. Those mercy, that is in Lord. high places, that is not of you, that does not mean God for the nation, for the community, for your people, and after our children, because they are the next generation. The Bible says, yes, out of babes and suckling, they shall come forth. Tonight, every deception, every manipulation in high places, in yes, as even the system, because the enemy has power when you give him access for system. We bring it down in the bring name of Jesus. We destroy it. Let those in high places that is not of you be destroyed in the name of Jesus. In the the Bible says, when the wicked rule the land, the people People perish, but God and all you're doing cover your people, protect them. Oh, when there's well. a casting down, let there be a rising up for your people. Father, tonight you said you will wipe out whoever you have to wipe out, oh God, and you're putting people in place for, for righteousness for you. So let it yes, be. Lord. Let 
Behal and his and his prophets and Jezebel and Ahab be destroyed. Let them be healed yes, by Lord. the Lord because that's your word, Abba Father. You say you will strike them down in the very act of their mistress tonight confuse our enemies when they gather against confuse us or when they gather against your people even in the high places let them confuse be disintegrated desensitized let the whistleblowers come forth right now with, with in the evidence that will cause them to be brought down father i thank you you're a god of raised up and you're a god of remove and your people are crying out everything that is not of you every sin and yes, lord. lord god remove it and let yes, righteousness lord. prevail i thank you for overturning oh god agreements oh god lord. that all the companies have made that is going to be overturned now for the betterment of humanity and you will be ha have the glory everything that will try to overthrow your creation lord god arise in your anger and destroy yeah. it let the wicked be the destroyed let the angel of the lord persecute and afflict them permanently every hole that they're digging for us let them fall in the very hole and in the very in the of name of jesus permanently silence them but let god people arise in the name of jesus Make in them the name of jesus. and father just like david prayed let their counsel become foolishness for such a time like this, we cannot do it without you. But unless Amen. your spirit goes with us, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Yes. 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 Amen. Shake them up. Shake them up. Get back. Yes. 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 Amen. Just give me a minute. I'm just taking it off. Whew. Whew. I just want two minutes to say this. Pastor Leon, I hear the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you, do not be confused. I am with you, man of God. I have you. Just Amen. spend some time in me. Do not be confused. You, you're like, Lord, what should I do? What is happening now? When it's supposed to be at ease, it's now feeling like it's a rough place. The Lord is making your path straight. And I want to let you know, woman of God, Patricia Samantana, God is about to take you into a high place because of the dimension of the level where he has you at. And this is a season whereby it's going to be a lot of legislating, commanding, and decreeing because he has put that governmental authority in you. And do not be afraid of their faces. God said, I'm hearing your legislation even from your very house. And it's going to echo the nation. It's going to cause things that happen that you are going to be so amazed in this season hallelujah Amen. that you're going to say i pray this and i speak this when no one is around but look what is happening amen 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 so father i just thank you for your people i just thank you for our time we have here we are not going to leave your presence because you called us to you you caused the christ to go on that cross. you went so that we can be redeemed to have dominion and to, and to have fellowship with you at all time because we are in your presence at all time. So, Father, I ask you tonight in the name of Jesus that you continue to open the doors for us that no man can shut. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, what a powerful prayer. Powerful. Mm. Yes, yes. Mm. Have thine own way. Amen. Well, I thank you all for joining us. You know, we have to stay strong. We're soldiers in the army. Amen. Uh, gotta fight. So. And let us always carry Psalms 31 with us. Yes. Amen. Well, you know, my closing is 
God be with you till we meet again. And I love you all, and it ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Amen and hallelujah. Good. Same here. Amen. Yeah. Indeed. Get the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent, one from another. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining Crown Call Chosen for Bible Study. If you were not able to join this Bible study, you can still listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As always, send your prayer requests to cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. Please join Crown Call Chosen for Bible Study next week on Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. For more details, email cpl at crazyprayerladies.com.